Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And the closed doors, there are some people, and I think we'll see that eventually in the Big Ten as well. Is this a matter of there are schools that are holding this up? Or, I mean, you know, is it the bigger schools that have a problem with this? Or, I mean, what do you think is, is obviously holding something like this up from actually coming to fruition? Um, you know, just the simple fact that some of these people can't agree on it. Um, I was not in Destin, so I couldn't tell you exactly who's for what. Um, I wasn't at the SEC spring meetings, but, you know, my understanding is that it's just a matter of not everyone being on the same page and, and talking to Greg Sankey about it repeatedly. He he never came right out and said, I would like nine conference games, but he certainly hinted that that was the direction that he was leading. Um, but ultimately, he doesn't have the, the final vote. It was it was all of the athletic directors and, you know, presidents and chancellors weigh in as well, of course. So that's where it wound up. Heather Dennis joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline, senior college football writer for ESPN. ESPN.com is where you can check out all of her work. You wrote an article talking about the Big 12 and possible expansion. I guess a couple of things. Um, one is, where would they be looking at this point? And I guess, what's the idea behind the Big 12 expanding? I mean, as we see conferences pretty comfortable, I mean, the SEC has talked about being comfortable where they're at. And I talked to Greg Sankey at SEC Media Days that he's comfortable where things are at. Why do you think the Big Ten is, or sorry, Big Twelve is looking to expand, and where do you think they even go at this point? Well, one of the reasons that they're considering it is because they would like to, in their words, be a national conference, not a regional one. They want to have schools and programs in all four time zones. Um, so that's part of it. And then there's also trying to expand the markets and revenue opportunities. The reality of it is one of the things that they're considering is um, having some teams, some schools rather, join for basketball only. And I did have a source tell me that at their recent spring meetings at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, there were conversations about Gonzaga and UConn in that capability. But there's nowhere near a definitive um, conclusion to this yet. And that's all because everyone including the Pac-12, is waiting to hear what the Pac-12's media rights deal is. So there's just – what's unique about it is that their commissioner, Brett Yormark, uh, at least from a Pac-12 perspective, until you know what that media rights deal is going to be. So when you say national conference, I mean, 
is this, for lack of a better term, is this trying to stay relevant as far as the playoff goes? Or, I mean, if, we, if we're looking at the expanded playoff, is this just mm-hmm. them trying to, I, I don't know, cling to whatever hopes that they have of finding as many teams as possible to be in a playoff scenario? I mean, I mean is this, does this kind of surround itself around the expanded playoff with everybody trying to get a seat at a potential table? Some of it certainly does. Some of it is about jockeying for the best position in a 12-team playoff. Um, That's going to start in 2024. Um, So there's no question that that's part of the conversation. I actually talked to one source in the Big 12 who said as much tonight. Um, But it's also not the only one. There's also – and to go back to your question about the time zone, I mean, I guess that's where a school like UConn comes into the picture. I mean, you can't get much further than that. But that – is a desire to be, as your Mark said, without mentioning schools' names, the best brand themselves as the best basketball conference in America. Is there a chance to do that? Um, so all those conversations are happening along with how to best position themselves as a league for the college football playoff. I mean, the reality here is that everybody's fighting for third place behind the SEC and the Big Ten because that's where it is in terms of schools, revenue, but at what point does this, change from as a numbers game how many schools can i get in my conference to this is what will truly bring us value down the road and, and you mentioned basketball because it is interesting that look there's money to be made in basketball i mean there is certainly revenue there it's not football money but mm-hmm. certainly i mean how how important is basketball becoming in the land of football powerhouses i mean how important is just having that other sport being a revenue driver for some of these conferences and schools. Well, you Mark said that, you know, nobody's naive about it. This is that college football is the one that drives is the moneymaker, right? So mm-hmm. they're cognizant of that, which is why this basketball conversation might not go anywhere. But at the same time, it's certainly possible because the one of the first things that comes to my mind is Notre Dame, which is, uh, independent in football, but it's a member of the ACC in every other sport. You know, it's got that agreement in football to five games with the ACC. Um, but it, there's certainly a model out there. Heather Dennis joining us here on the WaitFord.com hotline, senior writer of college football for ESPN, ESPN.com is where you can check out all of her work. When you look at the expanded playoff, we kind of got the template for it about what's going to happen. How much of a push was there to – play early games at home versus playing them in some type of neutral site? Who was kind of in favor of the idea of home games and who was kind of maybe looking at more of some other type of model that would have included maybe neutral or, or bowl lesser bowl games or things like that? My understanding is most everyone at the table, with the exception of obviously bowl season, which wasn't at the table, um, to expand the playoff was in favor of those first-round home games. Um, And that's something that is going to be exciting for the fans and that athletic directors are are trying to figure out. But obviously bowl season would prefer to have as many games as they can at those neutral sites or or at at bowl games um, to sustain that. And there, there is a concern about... Um, what this will do big picture to the overall bowl system. I had a chance to visit with Nick Saban this spring, and that was one of the things that he brought up. And, man, I remember talking to him years ago about this and and his concern for that. Just as the college football playoff 
was starting about how the rest of it would be devalued. Um, but, you know, it depends on who you ask. I live here in Annapolis, and, and the military bowl is, is one of those examples of a bowl that brings community together and has all kinds of different events and um, super family-friendly, and, and the, the players certainly enjoy it. So it all, it all depends. But I know that those home games um, for the first round are something that uh, decision-makers were very supportive of. So could this be a crazy concept when I say this, but – could we potentially see teams that, if they get eliminated in the first round, still end up playing in a separate bowl game? If if we're going to lose some of that bowl system, do you think that there's a possibility that losers in the first round could find themselves in some other ancillary bowl game? Well, first of all, with the way college athletics is right now, I don't consider it any scenario that you would throw out there crazy <laughs> because USC and UCLA joining the big 10, they like that. That's already out there. So anything else that happens, it's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, but I don't, the reason I hesitate to say that that would happen is because I bet the players are tired. I bet you after they're done that game, they, they don't have much interest. Um, you know, I could be wrong, but that's my best guess is if you make it to the college football playoff and you lose in that first round, you're just like, that's it. Um, I don't know how much desire there would, there would be to do that, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least if that was a suggestion and, and at some point a discussion. So let me ask you this question. You know, obviously you were just talking about the idea of UConn potentially being in a Big 12 uh you know, conference system. Um, obviously, we're seeing USC and UCLA that are going to the Big Ten, and you've got Rutgers on one side and Maryland on one side of the country and UCLA and USC on the other side of the country. You know, at, at what point does the cost-benefit figure into travel and everything else? I mean, I know that these are big programs, and obviously it's all about the TV revenue, but – you know, again, they play more than football. I mean, when, when you're talking about these sports, it's more than just football. It's volleyball and, you know, it's lacrosse or whatever or swimming or whatever. I mean, you know, you, you, when you factor in all of these other sports, there can't be any money to it. Even, I mean, it, it just seems silly when you start talking about all the other sports besides football that are non-revenue generators where you're going to be traveling across the country in some of these conferences. It really is hard to fathom. Um, and then not only come home and, and take a take an exam, right, and right. go to, go to 8 a.m. class the next day. So the logistics of it are hard to wrap your head around. But two things. One, um, I would be shocked if all of those teams weren't on charter flights, right? They're not – I would doubt they're like you and me herding like sheep on the southwest in the c23 lane getting on these planes and and fighting for space um so i think that their their travel will be made as easy as possible and it wouldn't surprise me if they play more regional games as well um so i don't know it's going to be an experiment but back to your point about tv revenue yes that is a driving thing but the thing people have to realize is down the road you know USC and UCLA, I want to see them play Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, right? How much are people going to care about USC Rutgers? Every conference, I don't care how big a badge you are, is going to have matchups like that. Right. 
and, and TV wants to pay Buku bucks for LSU Alabama. Well, how many of those games are there? You know, so as these conferences get bigger, even the Greg Sankey's and Tony Petiti's of the world have to at some point wonder, well, how much how much value is there in team? 18 playing team 19 and when do you play those games those are very real questions so you know as people talk about 20 team conferences and such there's a reality to the tv aspect of it as well last question for you heather any reason to think that georgia won't be the overwhelming favorite to be number one in preseason and be on track for a third national title? I mean, this is the glory days of Georgia by far, but any reason to think that they won't be the overwhelming favorite coming into the season? I think they'll be the preseason number one. I do. I don't know that they'll stay there. Um, you know, like I said, I had a chance to meet Alabama. Nick Saban says, hey, we're pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of teams have new quarterbacks. Um, Ohio State has got the razzle-dazzle coming back on offense. They have a new quarterback too. Um, you know, LSU was ahead of expectations last year. It's the second season under Brian Kelly. They're going to be gun for him as well. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. The SEC West division, Georgia should – in theory, be undefeated, right? But Tennessee has home field advantage. I mean, it's hard. There's a reason that nobody's done it three times in a row since, like, 1936. Senior college football writer for ESPN, Heather Dennis, joined me here on the waitfor.com hotline. You can check out her, her uh, Twitter page, at CFB Heather. Twitter, or sorry, uh, Heather, as always, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for being uh, on with us uh, here in Atlanta, and we'll certainly chat again soon. Sounds great. Thanks so much. You got it. John Chuckery, we'll be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. All right, Heather, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for a few minutes uh, in Atlanta. Always enjoy talking with you. So No always, problem. Uh, a good conversation. So we'll catch up again here soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Appreciate you it. it. Thank you very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.